0: the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much from my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcel Alonso. Today I have the beautiful Nadia North with me today. Thank you, Nadia, for coming on today. Please introduce yourself, tell my listeners where you're from, how you got started into the adult entertainment business, and a little bit more about yourself.
1: Okay, great. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. My name is Nadia North. Um I went into the adult entertainment business a couple of years back, like five or six years back, maybe five, you know, mm-hmm. I get into it. Cause I was married to somebody at the time, um, you know, who was in the business and then I started directing and producing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I started.
0: Oh, so you just started, uh, five or six years
1: ago, five or six years ago. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. That's a quick, did you do anything else in the adult industry? You never stripped? You've never, like, what were your, like, life before?
1: I was actually in the industry a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, it's going to show my age. But, like, a really long time ago, but it was only for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was in some magazines back in the day, you know, like, Hustler and Gallery. You know what I'm talking about? Stuff like that. And then I just went into um, like real estate and then I mm-hmm. started helping businesses and um, kind of just doing all that kind of stuff. So
0: mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing. Oh, okay. Well, I've been in the business just to make you feel comfortable since 1995. So I've, usually I'm like the one that's, I've had a few people on here that they've, they've been longer than me, but um, I've been around for a long, long time. Um, not necessarily like where I was public, but I stripped, I, you know, and I did a lot of other things myself. So tell me when you first, you started shooting movies, right. About just five years ago. And, um, it was your decision or how did it come about?
1: My, um, my husband at the time, he actually owned a company that his name was Peter. So Peter North probably know him. So he had his company North Pole. And then I was, um, I started to help out with that. He asked me to help him with that. And I started directing and producing and performing. And I was kind of known for the whole, you know, anal thing. So (laughs) (laughs) I kind of made a name for myself. So like the first year I was uh, with them, I actually was nominated for three different things with ABN for best new series, you know, and all kinds of stuff. So it was kind of exciting.
0: Oh, nice. What was yeah. your favorite aspect of filming or, um, being behind the scenes or in front of the scenes? What would you say? I love that being
1: creative and writing. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, I love directing, honestly. Oh. So that's, that's fun to me. I love editing. Um, I do like feature dancing. So I did feature for a while and I do aerialist stuff. So, um, I used to do stuff like that for like bike weeks and stuff. Cause I ride a motorcycle. So <laughs> I'm not like the typical girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I do belly dancing and feature dancing. That's fun. I love mm-hmm. stuff like that. So,
0: okay. yeah. So you got into it. Um, you started filming mainly because of your ex. Right. And w- it hasn't been difficult. Cause now you are, uh,
1: you're officially divorced, right? We are finally, um, I think it was like, just last month, finally, officially divorced. It took that long. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: No, nobody ever talks about how, um, now, do you enjoy being single? And um, are you enjoying your new newfound freedom or, you know? Um,
1: no, I mean, I, you know, I'm just taking it slow right now. Just trying to, I'm just focusing on myself and having a good time and friends and family. And just different ventures and businesses. So yeah, that's kind of like what I'm doing right now. Nice, nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, you were in the news because you did have some, and I just wanted whatever you were able to share, because I, you know, you did make clear that there are um what difficulties did you have with this particular re- relationship and then how did it affect you working? Did you see any red flags beforehand or mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was some domestic um, abuse that happened. And it's, I know it came out publicly. Um, there was an audio that actually the the police had and the courts had. So that came out. Um, he was arrested three times. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, my injuries, I still have. So I've had a couple spine surgery injuries. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
0: I, what exactly happened to your spine?
1: Um, it was part of... The domestic, so uh,
0: I still, yeah.
1: So I still have um, to get injections. I actually have another one coming up to another surgery, but some broken ribs and yeah. Oh, I'm actually, so sorry. Yeah, I actually had to perform. I actually did do a movie um, with three broken ribs. <gasps> yeah, and nobody knew. You know, like they were healing, and I just kept holding my side, kind of like. You know, so I still have issues and stuff with all that, but. Oh, I'm so
0: sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear this. When you first, um, because he, at the time that you met him, you knew he was already in the adult inter- entertainment business and you yes. started the relationship and everything. Um, right.
1: I didn't know though that he was a producer. I didn't know that. Oh, didn't you
0: didn't know. know. You just no, know. I didn't
1: know that he had his own company. I just knew okay. that, you know, he performed, so. Okay. That's what I
0: knew. And then you got with him. And how long did you first start noticing problems or issues that had occurred? And what would you say would be the warning signs for other women listening out there
1: that I mean, you felt I was different? Of, yeah, I talked to um, women in general and like about the domestic violence stuff, the issues. Mm-hmm. They would just say, in general, um, I don't know. They just he turned into a different person. It's just you know that anger would come out and. And you know, he'd be sorry, and but it was mainly just blowing up about stuff, so yeah, I don't really talk about it too much.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, you know, just because we do have, um, you there. Hold on. Hello. Okay, we're back again.
0: Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a delay uh with the sound department, but we're back with Nadia. Um so, Nadia, I'm so sorry to hear about everything that's happened to you um, in your relationship, your past relationship, but now um, things have changed. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the things you have been doing for yourself that have helped you overcome you know, this past, um, past relationship and all that. I know it's kind of very difficult and hard to talk about, yeah. um, but I really want to help any listeners that are going through, what are some of the therapeutic things or, you know, maybe it's just watching certain TV shows or whatever that have helped you overcome this situation.
1: I mean, I I love talking to others and helping them, like I said, but um, with me, I like to, I mean, I love to work out. I mean, I'm limited a little bit of with some of the stuff that I can do anymore, um, but I I think that working out and then education, I'm constantly like learning. I love to learn. So just like we were just saying about like, you know, editing is different than, you know, doing like a YouTube channel or like the right. podcast stuff. So I'm trying to learn different things because I'm working with different people and like doing podcasts and things like that. But I'm like, it's crazy. Some of it, you're just looking at it going I think it was a little easier to just go ahead and direct everybody and tell everybody what positions. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little easier. So, so it's yeah. funny.
0: So you have that natural direction, uh, director in you.
1: I do. Yeah, I'm the type of person I'll, I'll be like, all right, no, you got to open up like this. And I mean, I went there as far as like putting duct tape on the floor, and I'm like, you know, up in the air, like trying to perk everybody up, being like goofy and you just kind of read everybody's moods and you just make sure there's a good vibe on set. And that's kind of me, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So those are some of the things that you have found there. Have you um, found any type of, um, I know that they have a uh, like group settings where women talk, or you don't think that's so helpful because it being the fact that we're in the adult industry, mm-hmm. it's hard to talk to people that are civilians, vanilla, like a, 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 a pretty different yeah words I say. I say either yeah. civilians, vanillas, or the normies, um, or yeah. squares. Um, how have, when you want to talk about the past or whatever, relate, Who, what is the group of people that you find are the most comforting, most helpful in your past situation?
1: Um, probably my close friends, to be honest, because mm-hmm. like you said, it is a little difficult to talk to people. And plus, you don't want people to feel sorry for you. I mm-hmm. think that that's a huge thing with me. So I'm just so, um, independent. I'm that kind of girl. And I was always that powerhouse. I was always like that wanted control and stuff on set. I didn't want people to know what was going on in my life. So I didn't really open up about stuff. I, I really kept quiet about everything. And mm-hmm. I think I still kind of do that. You know what I mean? When it comes to coming out and like talking about it too much, you know? I mean, oh, right, I can feel right. and concentrate on myself and you know yeah
0: the AVNs happened uh this past week did you and you did you catch it online or
1: no i i didn't actually yeah. i wasn't able to no i was doing something else unfortunately mm-hmm. so yeah but i will be doing some stuff um probably with exotica and all that kind of stuff coming up this year oh yeah have, yeah, yeah. yeah and i have some few other things like i'm doing ohio bike week and you know, piston power show things like that because I'm really into like motorcycles and cars. So, I, oh, when did
0: you first start getting into motorcycles and cars and stuff like that when you
1: were young? Oh, yeah. My dad taught me how to ride a motorcycle when I was a little girl. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. I used to um, work on vehicles with them. So, that's how I got into it. That was one oh. of the things that me and my ex had in common is that we were both into um, mod- like modifications and things like that. So,
0: Oh, so you, you, as, um, you were very close to your father too.
1: Yes. He just passed actually. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, My
0: father passed in 2019 Mm -hmm. and I was close to my father. So I'm sorry about your father passing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's difficult. So he, um, he had a trike, you know, so we're going to have that, uh, rewrapped and stuff. So it'll be kind of neat. It is a really big bike. (laughs) It's, It's like kind of funny, but ever since, um, that's another thing, like with my, my head yeah. I actually had brain surgery before you've had brain surgery too. Yes. So, um, due to a couple of the concussions, let's just put it that way, you know, that happened kind uh-huh. of affected me too. So my pegs, that's why sometimes I do this too, cause they went through here. So it bothers <sighs> me as well. Um, and then all this is like open. So they like, Your forehead. yeah. So my pegs and stuff, my balance is off a little bit. So my mm-hmm. pegs can't be in like in the front anymore. They have to be like directly under or behind. So it was just kind of funny how it affects you in like different ways, you know?
0: So your, your injury with your brain happened because of, uh, a brain tumor. Oh, a brain tumor you had. And when did you first get diagnosed for that?
1: Um, actually it was pretty much not, I mean, it was like when I, was told that it was finally a brain tumor. I had that week and we had to do emergency surgery and I had 50-50 chance of living. So yeah, yeah. see, here's the thing that a lot of it happens to women a lot. Um, because I belong to different brain groups and I I do that is part of my therapy of helping myself get better, is that mm-hmm. to others. So I do belong to brain support groups and help people go through things. But I was, I put on like a ton of weight in like ridiculously short period of time. It was like six months, wasn't changing the way I was eating. And then I started lactating. I'm like, um, this is not normal. Like, you know what I mean? Cause like, I didn't have a baby and they're just like, right. Oh, it's just, you know, you changing. I'm like, no. And they couldn't figure out what it was. And if and then my vision, I actually, I would go blind and then my vision would come back and it was the scariest thing ever. So, they finally figured out it was a brain tumor. How many years ago was this? This was like 10 years ago. And then um, afterwards, I had some like mini strokes, things like that. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. And so you just had all these symptoms and you just went to the doctor one day. And how did they find out what type of test?
1: Well, I went in and I took a bunch of tests. I went to a bunch of specialists and then they took like a prolactin level test, which was mainly for like, because of the whole you know breast milk and things like that, right, right. Either or not my gynecologist figured it out because he's the one who ordered one of those tests, and then everybody else did all these different panels and couldn't figure it out, and here it was bigger than a golf ball. It was that big already. <gasps> it grew that fast, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, so that's one thing, like you know, it it affects me sometimes, but ever since let's just put it this way, ever since some of the injuries you know, Mm -hmm. it's
0: just adding more to it.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. I kind of got right there by, you know, so yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. So this happened to 10th. Well, we're in 20. So this happened 2013 about right. 2012, 2013. So you you go in, you have brain surgery. What was the recovery like?
1: It was brutal. They put like, um, It's kind of funny because I have a little scar on my stomach because I took Uh skin cells out of there. So (gasps) I'm like, yeah, that scar is from brain surgery. And people will look at me and be like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? But it was like surgical glue and then skin cells, surgical glue. So you had to take this thing and like you had to literally wash out everything and it would come out. It was like brutal. And you could taste all that. Oh, how
0: many days were you in the hospital?
1: Um, or do you remember? I don't remember everything. It's probably a little over a week. Yeah. Cause I, I had that and then it wasn't even a year later. I had cancer. <gasps> what That like, <laughs> like dude, like
0: right. It was like back to back. I was like, geez. So then you, what type of cancer was this a year later? Like cervical cancer.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then I had to go in and do that. So that mm-hmm. was and then I had to do like a partial hysterectomy.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, uh, a partial hysterectomy.
1: Cause um they didn't take like my ovaries or anything like that, you know. But right. yeah. they just didn't want to put me into menopause like early. Yeah. It's pretty much what they were saying. But yeah. So yeah. So I still go in for um my cancer screenings and then I still have to go in for my, you know, CAT scans and MRIs because stuff comes back. Right. You know, you don't have to do it as often. So yeah, yeah just like it was like brutal, but then that, that's how I got into like fitness even more. So like uh-huh. belly dancing and isolations, I swear by that, you know, what is it that you swear by for after recovery, belly dancing and isolations, Oh, isolation such as pretend like you have like a string and you're pulling it from your belly button to your back, but without arching it and just sitting straight and you hold it that muscle, oh. and it'll actually give you that hourglass Now I'm going to sit up straight in my, (laughs) I'm being serious. It really works. So if you just sit straight and then you pretend like there's a string that's pushing your belly button, that muscle to your back, Mm -hmm. but still breathe normal and don't use anything else and just hold it for like 30 seconds and then let it go. I'm telling you, you will lose so many inches around your waist, like right there by your belly button. Just sitting and doing that. Yeah. It's like simple things like that. So that way you're not doing like crazy cardio. Yeah, I, I do not run, girl. If I'm running, somebody's chasing me, or it's <laughs> not okay. I, I
0: physically can't run because I have a metal rod in my back, and yeah. um, I swear, for me, I swear by Pilates. Oh, um, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, that that makes a difference. And it was funny during the pandemic. You know, I couldn't go to Pilates class, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, um, I felt like I had injury, and then I went back. I went into physical therapy because I, I I went to the orthopedic, and they you know, they suggested I go to physical therapy and I'm doing all the workouts Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm like,
0: this is what I do in Pilates. Like I could be doing the same thing. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, you write about not the crazy exercises, but Mm -hmm. they can make a difference. But now you got me thinking with a straight,
1: so I'm going to start string and everything. You know, it's the easiest way to learn it too, is you can lay down on the ground, you know, Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. push your back all the way to the floor, like that arch part of your back right there, and push mm-hmm. it down to the floor. So that way you can teach yourself the right alignment, and then you can do it sitting up. But yeah, that type of stuff is so easy. And then another thing where I I um I get a line like, I mean it's hard to find bras because I always have that like line right here, you know, like we do it this way, oh, right, right here, right
0: between, so, yeah, underneath yeah. the stomach, yeah,
1: yeah. So that is actually from um, chest lifts. So, but it's not here. You use that muscle like right in between and you just use that and that's and you hold it and then let it go, and then you'll get that line going down your stomach. And that's oh. simple. Yeah. Oh. So it's just, like easy little things. Wow. I know. So, so yeah, you've you've had a, a whole uh you've
0: had some hospital trips now. <laughs>
1: yeah. A few, yeah. <laughs> But so
0: basically now to maintain your body, you don't do any running, any crazy cardio. And, um, because of the, you know, they've had the past, the cancer, do you have any diet restrictions or anything that you feel like you eat that makes you feel better?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, they told me after brain surgery to limit red meat, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also dairy, they said limit that. But my weakness is ice cream. Oh my goodness. Like that's my weakness. So of course I still do it every once in a while, but yeah, I definitely pay attention to my health when it comes to everything else. So i lim- I limited those two and mm-hmm. like the weight just like fell off. It like came off so fast. So, that's why I say never judge anyone. Cause you don't know what they're going through for one.
0: That's I mean- true because of the health. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, um, I was at, what was it? Um, 195 mm-hmm. pounds like I gained weight like that like I said and then it just fell off cuz I I work out anyways you know but I was doing stuff like that so I'm like you just never know what somebody's going through you know right and a lot of times with women it is hormonal or there's something that's actually going on
0: yeah no the hormones in women is yeah it plays a very Horm- big young or older like a lot of men don't realize that Oh. oh yeah.
1: That it, it plays a huge role. And right now, cause of like the nerve damage that I have, I have to take um, like nerve pills. Mm-hmm. And Oh my goodness. So that'll make you like bloat up too. And then, so it's like, I try to be really careful, drink a lot of water. I limit my pop. I say pop. I don't know. <laughs> everybody says like soda or cider. Or-
0: oh, you're from the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a cup. Couple- Couple friends from there. Where about are you from?
1: Um, originally from Ohio. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but my dad was Navy, so he kind of like traveled all over.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how was your? You know, and sorry to bring up, but how was your relationship with your father always? you know, like you always were close to him and
1: everything. Yeah, we were pretty close. Um, he wasn't doing good at the end. He had emphysema really bad, mm-hmm. so it kind of limited you know what he could do but he is hilarious and he actually put like a, an oxygen tank on his motorcycle to so ride <laughs> like he's that type of dad like he's always tinkering with stuff and playing around like you know he souped up his scooter i was like dad oh my goodness really he's like i need a train horn i just need <laughs> a train horn on it i'm like <laughs> <laughs> you, a lot of people in
0: this business, they seem to think that we have daddy issues because we got in the business, but a lot of the cases, it isn't the case. You know, yeah. I had a very, cl- my father actually never passed judgment on anything I did. Um, and I know a couple other people like that. So, cause a lot of people seem to think that we got into this business because we didn't have, but they don't realize that it was by choice.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. It's Or it's, I mean, like with me, it was like, you know, I went in because of the guy that I was you know, married to, you know, so you just, I mean, sometimes like certain situations and stuff are different, but yeah, I mean, my parents never judged me and Mm -hmm. they were like, you know, Nadia, whatever you want to do. So we support you. My sisters were fine. I mean, I never really got any backlash for it.
0: Oh, not even amongst friends or anything.
1: Yeah. Friends. Yeah. Some of them, but those aren't your real friends. Right. Like if they're going to judge you, then just you don't need them in your life anyways.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You yeah. want a
1: positive circle. Right.
0: Know. Yeah. I've always just been honest who I am. This is who I am. Accept me or yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: That's was, how you have to kind of be.
1: Well, I was already in real estate. So I actually had an issue though with that. So oh, you did? I, I did. Somebody I actually called. I mean, a couple people called in and said, Did you know that she's a porn star? and it's against ethics. What I, I know. Right. And I would, then it wasn't. So of course they were like, no, there's nothing. You're not doing anything wrong. What area were you
0: farming for them to say that when doing real estate?
1: I do high-end equestrian properties and commercial. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's kind of male dominated with the commercial business yeah. So I'm sure that, you know, I was a threat anyways. <laughs> so I had somebody tell me one time I got a land deal. And he's like, you know, you only got that because of your boobs. I'm like, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> you don't let people get to you, you know?
0: Right, right, so it was right. It's just
1: kind of silly. But yeah, all that was fine. It all blew over, but it was just like, really? And I think people are more embarrassed when you just call them out on it. And I went right to my board and I'm like, is there a problem? Did you want to talk to me about it? Because then they're like, no, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, we can email you. And I'm like, I'm the type of person. I'll just show up, you know? Yeah. So yeah, they just, it's sometimes, you know, you know how it is. People pass yeah.
0: Oh yeah. People pass judgment or they yeah. say little smart. I don't, my whole, well, there is a business. I am in a van, vanilla part of the business and I don't, I tend to not tell too many people too many things. Um, mm-hmm in my vanilla business that I do do, um, just because it's none of their business, Mm -hmm. this current situation, but I've heard all kinds of little things or smirks or comments from people. And then, and then I've had ignorant people thinking that I'm making way more money than when I really am. That's another thing that that's the biggest judgment that I get. I say is people think I just make this, uh, extraordinary amount of money. Um, Mm -hmm. which is not the case. You know what I mean? Or they think it's super easy. They don't know what, uh, this whole entire adult entertainment business entails.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I get that a lot too. Like it must be, you know, easy and all that. And I'm thinking you literally are like an athlete. You have to train your body to do certain things. I mean, think about it. I mean, when you're, I mean, I did like double anal and all that kind of stuff. I could say that on here. Right. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But you have to train it. It's a muscle. So it's not like you're just gonna go like normal people are like, oh, let's try this. And it's like, no, you're gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> In some of these positions, it's like, you know, you're doing pretty much squats for like 20 minutes. You know, I mean, we have to stay in shape that way. So it's just—it's not as easy as people think, right? I and mean, then
0: preparing for anal, people don't realize the whole preparation.
1: Oh yeah, it's like a huge preparation. I actually do an easing into anal class with Exotica. I've done it a few times for couples oh. and for singles. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. And so to prepare for anal, what was your whole procedure? What were you and doing?
1: I always say like water prep first, obviously uh-huh. the night before, because I I totally believe in that, and then kind of eat clean the night before, but I, I had a suction cup dildo in my shower. <laughs> There's actually a funny story about that. Cause like I hired this plumber totally forgot that I had that huge dildo suction cupped up there and he didn't say anything and he was acting really weird. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I go up there. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to take my, my dildo off the wall. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, you have to prep it. And I always say like to um especially girls who go onto sets, I would tell them I'm like, you know, if you need a second, go ahead and do your first insertion by yourself. You know what I mean? Like cuz that's when it when everything, you just have to relax and just be fine and then you're like ready to go. So I always tell people I'm like, it's okay to do that. And then obviously butt plugs, you know. Right. I've <laughs> seen some people've
0: had different type of butt plugs like
1: Oh yeah. There's yeah. all kinds of different ones. I actually, this is funny too. I actually had one in, you know, and I'll put like a couple songs on or whatever. And I had to run to the store really quick. And I'm thinking, please don't get in an accident because I swear. <laughs> That's what was going through my head. I'm like, can you imagine at the hospital? They would be like, this chick has a butt plug in. <laughs> it was just random stuff that makes you laugh. That as as an adult film star though, you know, it was just funny to us, but somebody else would be like, oh my gosh.
0: Now, did you do any? I've heard some girls have had gummy bears or um, I remember some of my gay friends, they would do mashed potatoes the day before if they went out, or just had soup the day of.
1: No, I'm a big protein shake girl. Oh, okay. So, you know, I would do that. I wouldn't do really salad. yeah. That's what I tell people too. Like, and it's not all the time, you know what I mean? And it just depends on the way you eat and how your body is. I mean, everybody's different. So some people like to go ahead and just prep right beforehand too. Mm-hmm. And I, I never did that. Cause oh, would... you
0: never prep right before?
1: No way. Yeah. I, I mean, I would with my dildo and stuff. Uh-huh. But as far as water stuff goes, I'm already good to go. Like I would do it early in the morning. Usually scenes are like, you know, at like one or two. Mm-hmm. You know, just depending on who you're working with. So, I mean, usually ours was unless I was using Chris streams because he likes natural light. So then we're like there early in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, he's like, here's your coffee. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's kind of, I see your little, your little. Oh, guys the cat
0: now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the, my, I have a house full of animals. That's so, awesome.
1: Yeah. I, I, um, I had horses and stuff and all that. Oh, so
0: you had horses too as well?
1: Yeah, my uh, my daughter has them now. So, Oh, she's okay. There, so, How yeah.
0: many house- horses did you have? Because I know you have the German Shepherd.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had Miss Moose. And then now my daughter kind of has the farm. She's 25, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's, I think she's up to six now. Six horses? horses. Yeah. That's expensive. <laughs> Oh yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. Like when she was growing up and stuff, I mean, just horse shows and all that kind of stuff. And Oh my goodness. Yeah. It adds up. Oh man. It oh, so
0: speaking. So 10 years ago, cause you have a daughter, she was a teenager going through this. Was that a difficult time with you and your family and everything when you had uh, the brain surgery followed by the cancer during that period of time?
1: No, no. The Only reason why is cause, um, I usually don't say anything, but I mean, my son was actually born with a birth injury. and he had 14 major muscle and tendon transfers. So when I was told that I'm thinking, there's no way I'm going to look at this little boy and tell him that mom's scared when I'm always telling him it's going to be okay. Oh, That's what got me through it. And I'm just like, let's do this because I have stuff to do. Come on. You know? So I was, that was my. My focal point is you know he's always in the hospitals, you know, so right. yeah, yep, I made oh, it wow. I just I went through it and had to do what I did, and you know,
0: and now you're you're here, you're still thriving, living for each day and next day, well, and yeah, what are your current projects, and what are you working on now?
1: um I'm doing some new commercial real estate stuff, mhm, you know, and then, like I said, I do um I'm still dealing with this stuff and my health stuff. So even like sitting up straight like this, it starts to burn down my, and I'll start getting fidgety, mm-hmm. you know, with my nerves and stuff and shake my hand out. So it's like, cause of the spine stuff, but so it's like, I still have to do a lot of physical therapy and things like that and go to doctors and all of that. So, Oh, okay.
0: How yeah. often are you going to physical therapy?
1: Uh, it's supposed to be three times a week.
0: Okay. I just finished my second, a year ago, I did physical therapy and then I just went again, cause I have that spine surgery. So I, I and I feel like I, I praise everybody going, who is going to physical therapy because it works.
1: Yeah, it does. And so, it's such,
0: it's so, um, when you're moving, you're healing and it makes such a difference on the body. So.
1: It does. Yeah. They do like, um, do you do like the compressions and stuff too? Then on your back?
0: Um, I, so I'm having more of hip issues. Um, so I've had to st- do a lot of exercise to strength, strengthen my hips.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Cause that's my big, it was one of my, it was my right hip, but actually like, this is the second time, um, like a year ago I went to physical therapy and then again, I'm going to physical therapy and the one physical therapy, he changed the way I started sleeping and it made all of a difference. So yeah. now I'm like praising everybody that has an injury, just go to physical therapy. Don't take drugs. No, sure. it, it's like, how are you sleeping? Um, he taught me, I don't, it, this guy has Randy at motion, uh, physical therapy in Brooklyn. He's just wonderful. Um, he actually a year ago, he taught me to put two pillows underneath my knees. So I'm laying flat on my back, with my legs up, I cannot sleep any other way. I, in fact, I I use two squishmallows, which they're these big cartoon-like pillows. Yeah. And um, it that everywhere I go, I have to get like if I'm at a hotel, I have to get extra pillows. Like I swear by this now, and and it's made all of a difference. When I wake up, I'm fine.
1: That's awesome.
0: so. And then again, um, most recently I asked him because I. I realize it's when I'm lacking the exercise. So when I wasn't going mm-hmm. to physical therapy, I'll go to Pilates and that makes a difference. So yeah. for life, I basically need to do certain exercise so I don't get into pain. And that's what we have to keep on moving as human beings as we get oh, yeah.
1: older. I mean, I'm training Moose all the time. I would have mm-hmm. to work with her obviously all the time because she's a legit service dog, mm-hmm. but it gets my mind off of stuff because she takes up time doing that. So that's how, you know, helping me heal. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah. we all
0: have to do physically, emotionally, spiritually, we all have to heal in different ways. So that's great. Physically, you're uh, spiritually, what are you doing? You could say to heal yourself currently that you know with the is it the therapy with the dog or being mean um she's, we're working
1: she's yeah she's like pretty much a focus point for me so anytime mm-hmm. I get stressed out plus she'll tell me too when my blood pressure gets high or my pain's too high so she'll she'll tell me oh and wow how does she tell you oh she nudges me she does the whole no I call it a nose bop oh yeah you know? and I'll get like I'll get dizzy sometimes and I don't even I she don't realize that. it yeah, she she knows before I do. So mm-hmm. yeah, and now it's like something happened, you know, where you know when I was out or whatever with him. Um, so I get anxiety like out in public sometimes now. Mm-hmm. So I take her with me. So in the car and stuff, she's like my chill pill.
0: <laughs> so, you know, that's
1: like you said, you don't need medication. It's just like you know, she's just my big you know furry thing. But she also knows, too, if I do pass on or I seize, she, she knows to, t- like, tilt me and she'll lay me.
0: So, oh, how did well, so, like, How did you or she just it just how did she learn how to I do this? To,
1: she, was, okay. she was trained, you know, before I got her. And then I have to stay with her and train her. And then she has to go back every so often. And get. where, you
0: know, where was this that they trained her at? In Ohio. Oh, OK. Oh, in Ohio, somebody yeah. trained her. Yeah, so she's
1: she's pretty amazing, but she's a protection dog too. So she does bite sleeve. So I had to learn German and hand commands. So she's like (laughs) trilingual, you know. So she can look so sweet, and there's like one word, and I can't say it because she's over there. Oh gosh, she's like right on the arm, you know. And then I say another word, and she releases. So. Oh well, that's good for protection. Yeah, that's that helps me where I feel safe right you know so and that's for- important for- with everything yeah. that
0: you've happened to you um yeah to feel safe to feel comfortable and all that
1: yeah she knows to um bark at, you know when I tell her to mm-hmm. and then she'll wait until that next command you know so she's she's amazing and then whenever I'm doing something she she will turn if somebody's following you know and look or like say you're at like the ATM or something, she'll sit and look the opposite way. I mean, it's kind of funny. She's, I mean, she's big. She's like 95 <laughs> pounds, you know? So people look at her and be like, Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of people st- has my German shepherd. A lot of people stop and they're always asking questions and they're like, Oh, what a pretty dog. And he's, he's very protective, uh, over mm-hmm. me, but he's a big baby in the house.
1: Isn't that awesome?
0: Yeah. And I have a little small chihuahua somewhere. He's in the house and he will actually boss the German shepherd around.
1: Oh no. That's funny. So yeah. you should do some videos like that. That'd be hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I try to, I've tried doing, um, I was working on TikTok and because I have a total of five animals and mm-hmm. I was trying to introduce all five of my animals in each TikTok, but he, today, like he just he's 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 in his own little mood. So I'm gonna leave him alone. I guess he had a good walk and a good time at the park this morning. So I'm gonna
1: well, be peaceful yeah.
0: right now. So
1: that's what I'm doing with her actually as soon as we're done. Cause she keeps staring at me at the door. She's like <laughs> Like you know what time it is?
0: <laughs> it's time for a walk. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you, Nadia. So you do have um. Where I want to get at is you do have an OnlyFans. You are performing. You're producing your own stuff. Where can people find you?
1: i think on my OnlyFans, which is Nadia XXX North, mm-hmm. and then I also have a Facebook, which is um I think it's Real Nadia North. So yeah, and then Instagram too. So, I had to restart my Instagram though, because I don't know, I got locked out of that last one. I hate when stuff like that happens. You oh, know,
0: Instagram just, has just been a, um, it's not very adult friendly to people at all. And you could be the cleanest person, if, you could have pictures of your animals and then get taken down.
1: Yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah. And then I have Twitter too. So that's um, Nadia XXX North.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, It was so nice to chat with you and everybody can follow you again at your Twitter.
1: Nadia XXX North.
0: All right. Great. Well, thank you so much again, Nadia. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: It's been great talking to you. Have a great day.